Hey everyone, welcome back to Sourceless Podcast. My name is Mason Savage, alongside the second best Pelton in NBA recording, Ben Pelton. You fucking need me! You can't win without me! <laughs> welcome to this very, very special episode. The I don't Timberwolves care if you boo me. They're season. gonna boo me. They're gonna boo me. I play this, as hard as I can. The NBA season is upon us. We're on NBA season eve. Dude, it starts. It starts tomorrow Woo! night, probably tomorrow if you're listening to it, and uh, it starts tonight. It starts. It started last night. When are we releasing this? <laughs> anyway, it starts Tuesday, so big deal. It started. Yeah, it could have been. Started or will have started. It could have started. So, uh, yeah, this is our Timberwolves preseason. What like just analysis? I think this preview, is like, This like, is what we brought it back for, Mason. Yes, absolutely. We are NBA fans. We love our T pups, but we love we do love our Timberwolves. Maybe not first and foremost, but they hold a special place in both of our hearts. Absolutely. And I should preface this preview by saying that I, at least from my perspective of this preview, is coming from the eyes of an optimist yet again. <laughs> That's all we are here. I have bought myself into the Timberwolves, no matter what happens this year. So yes. Let's do it. Uh, before we get started, I'd like to crack open my, my victory beer from last week. Yes. Let's hope it doesn't spill all over your amp this week. So here we let's, go. Uh, drum roll. Nice. No spillage. No spillage. Thank you, Mason. Cheers to this. the dolphins. Cheers. Go dolphins. <laughs> all right. Um, Minnesota Timberwolves, your eighth seed last year. Um, let's just kind of just cover everything. Yep. Um, in the off season, for the most of the off season, not much happened. You know, uh, throughout most of the summer, things were fine. Uh, we got rid of Jamal Crawford. Yep. Um, we re-signed Derrick Rose. Yep. Uh, we brought in Luol Deng and Anthony Tolliver. Correct. Drafted Josh Okoge and Keita Bates Diop. Which I love both of them. Okay, let's start there. You like the rookies? I do like the rookies. What do you do? You think that the rookies will be playing this year? Probably not under Tibbs, which is really sad and hard. Maybe depends what they bring defensively, because he's he's been known to play grinders, you know. Right, and I think that's kind of what Okogi looks like. Yeah. I think last year's pick, Justin Patton, was kind of like a high ceiling, like. Yeah, we didn't. We've not seen him yet. Well, he, he was hurt all last year. He's probably going to be hurt for a while this year. Um, interestingly enough, like Tibbs gets a lot of flack for being a guy that is stuck in his own like yes. era. Yep. Patton stuck was not a pick representative of that era. He's a guy that's supposed to be able to shoot pretty well. Supposed, supposed to be able to like kind of move with the ball for a center. So interesting that I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah. I think I think uh, that's something that is interesting. Absolutely. Um, but Okogi looks like a guy that can defend really well. Uh, I think both of these rookies have names that are hard to pronounce. Yeah. Which will be interesting. <laughs> uh, but I think they both play hard. The guys that right now, Okogi is listed as the second shooting guard on our team. Let's go. And uh, Bates Diop is only behind Tolliver, or behind Taj and Tolliver. Tolliver. But behind our Let's favorite, go. Tony Tolliver. Tony. So. I think there could be lineups that we see, depending on how certain things crack out. Uh, I think they've been playing Jones and Rose together. Yep. And I think that there's some serious two-point guard uh, intrigue here. Mm -hmm. 
But without a real backup power forward, like Tolliver's not really a, a, a big. No, spread the floor. Right. And Okogi is the guy who I think could play a three. And behind Wiggins, you only have Dang and then James Nunali and CJ Williams, who <laughs> will they see the light of day? <laughs> I think not. Kick the tires on them. Exactly. Although apparently they're pretty good because they beat, I mean, um, along with one other player, Ugh, no, <laughs> they stop. beat Wiggins and Towns. <laughs> Uh, hey, something to get excited about. Something to get excited about yeah, something on the CJ back end of our roster, right? Nah. So I don't know. I think we could see... I foresee a path for some of these rookies to play. Okay. Uh, are you excited about Tony Tolliver? Tony Tolliver. So excited, in fact, that I drafted him in my fantasy yes, you did. auction draft with a bunch of my buddies. Steal. One dollar. <laughs> Tony Tolliver. You're going to let me just waltz right in there. Two and, and a half, three threes a game. Yep. Easy. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, so that's the bench, which I think is intriguing. Any Anything else you want to cover on the bench? No. Let's, you, I just want to get to the A topic. I'm I'm holding it back right now. Keeping your pants for a little bit longer. <laughs> uh, starting lineup, Jeff Teague, bringing it back at point guard again. It does not, he does not do a lot for me. I think he, that's the case for a lot of people. Um, I felt like he was a horizontal move. I would have. I would have rather had Rubio. I still Agreed. would rather have Rubio. Agreed. But I think it's a decent move. I think he's fine defensively. Mm-hmm. I don't think he is. I, th- I think we have a lot of defensive issues, but I don't think he's the root cause. Uh, and I think he can score. I think he passes pretty well. He was like top. Yeah. I don't know, top fifteen in assists last year. Mm-hmm. I will say he did win us some games last year. He won us some games. I feel like he won us more games than he would have lost us. Would you yeah. disagree? No. Like he's in a position. He's in. A, he's got a pretty good job right now where he p- can play well, and he's not really going to take much flack if he p- plays poorly. Correct. Uh, I'm going to come back to our starting shooting guard. <laughs> our starting small uh, small forward is Andrew Wiggins, entering his fifth year, I believe. Say that again. Sorry. Wiggins is entering his fifth year. Put your phone down. Oh, I can't remember. Put your phone down. <laughs> um, you see a progression or a regression for Wiggins? I think you have a question about him later. I do have a question about him later. Um, I say progression, depending on if our said shooting guard and his situation. I think it all kind of pivots on said shooting guard, okay. who shall remain nameless <clears throat> for now. Okay. Uh, Taj Gibson is still our starting power forward. I like him. One of my Blue favorite collar. players on this team. Yes. I would say he's a top five player. Yes. <laughs> he does not make your team bad. I love Tosh Gibson. He does everything well. I think I think he is such an important piece of this team. And I think if there ever was a scenario where we are competing late in the season and if things crack out like they could have last year where we were looking at like a three seed and we have a competitive first-round matchup next last year, I think Tosh would, would have been getting oh, yeah. a lot more buzz. But yep. ultimately that didn't happen. And then we got Cat. Big cat. Signed the big contract. Big money cat. Oh, my gosh. He can buy the all, the skin, all the skins in Fortnite now. He's got oh. all that skins money. <laughs> uh, I still love cat. I think he is becoming underappreciated. That's my take on cat. I would year. also agree. Give me your uh, cat versus Jokic rant real quick before we move on. Yeah, I will, actually. Do it. <laughs> I will. Is, the floor is yours. Well, no, this is, this is a good segue because Bleacher Report... Um, I think it was today, so 
on Monday released their top 100 player rankings, and it friggin' peeved me off. Okay. Uh, they had Jeff Teague at 67, which I think is fine, and I think that's fair. No beef to squash there. No beef. Wiggins was unranked. There's some beef to ha- be squashed there. Do you think, would you rather have Andrew Wiggins or Gary Harris on your team? This year? Yes. Ooh. It shouldn't be that hard. I think I would still rather have Garris. Would you rather have Andrew Wiggins? And and I think a part of that reason is because Wiggins is going to score more, and I think he has a higher ceiling. Harris is way better defensively. He's a better shooter. He's making less money. That's fair. Yep. Would you rather have Andrew Wiggins or Otto Porter on your team? Andrew Wiggins. And I think that there's not much argument to be made for Otto Porter. No. Because he's making just as much money. They signed him to a max deal. And he's like a role player. And he kind of is what he is. He is a better three-point shooter, but like he was really good at three-point shooting, and then it kind of regressed. Not great defensively. It just it was, when I saw Wiggins was unranked, I, I want to pull up. I'll pull up. I'll work on pulling up the full rankings. But there's a lot of guys that were ranked higher than him that I don't. That's think That's insulting. Be. I think so. I think it is, and it. I think a big thing. I'm getting. I'm getting a little frustrated. Yeah, I can tell the tone in your voice has changed. <laughs> I think a big thing about the wolves that's really hurting us <laughs> is like, and it's kind of just the NBA in general. There's so much focus on potential and what guys could have been, when, and especially, and the reason it hurts the wolves is because we have two guys that were number one overall picks, and like, yeah. if your guys aren't number one overall picks, then apparently. If you guys that are number one overall picks aren't immediate all stars, then apparently, you know, there's just they're no busts. Yeah, they're busts. The uh, only exception is Anthony Bennett. Well, yeah, but he's not in the league anymore. <laughs> Would you rather have JJ Redick or Andrew Wiggins? Andrew Wiggins. I think for what it, like, that's what I'm saying. Just part of the, this. This is just the first, and I think it gets worse. So, um, <clears throat> Butler was ranked ninth. Overall. What? That's so high. Very high. No. I I don't think that he's the ninth best player in the league. I could not agree more. Um, guys, the guys that were ahead of him obviously make sense. Guys that were behind him, DeMar DeRozan. Uh, okay, I'd actually have Jimmy over him. I would too. Draymond Green, still an important player. Yep. Hayward was all the way at 22. I'm scrolling down right now, so this is why it's taking me so long. Oladipo? No. What? I'd rather have Oladipo. I think I would, too. Um, Kyrie Irving was behind him. What? Joel Embiid was behind him. That's blasphemous. Ben, ben Simmons was behind okay, him. That's, I mean, not next year, though. But Dame Lillard. Russell Westbrook was somehow behind him. Oh, my gosh. I don't understand what these rankings are, and I'm sure maybe... We I'm, thought we were... Sourceless. Listen, this maybe is, I'm this. missing some sort of caveat or something or some That's fine insane. print here. Last thing I want to go over. Carl Anthony Towns was two spots behind Jokic. And I don't want to nitpick here, but I don't understand what people are seeing <laughs> to <laughs> put you Jokic. Have eyes? I just, uh, Jokic is good and I like Jokic, but everything about Jokic is he was supposed he was a low pick and he's playing so much better than he should. Towns is Towns had a 24.9 PER last year. 
Towns has put up in his second year, he scored 25 points a game. He's averaged 12 and a half rebounds for two straight years. Plays so much. Yep. I, this is what I'm saying about potential. Like, I don't understand just because he was the first overall pick what he needs to do to like live up to that potential. Right. That, that's He's a it. great that's someone, player right now. Someone assigned to him. Best scoring big. He can score better than Jokic. He can't pass as well. He rebounds better. He hustles way more. Plays more defense, which is that's hard plays to more believe. defense. It's hard to believe, but the whole watch thing, Jokic play defense. That was the other thing in this in their little blurbs was like Towns doesn't play enough defense. Towns isn't good on defense. Towns has the body and he has the size to play good on defense. Then Jokic, who doesn't have the body and doesn't play defense, is just like Jokic actually better than you'd think defensively. Just because. Well, it's because you think he'd be god awful. I don't know. He's fat, and it pisses me off, and I'm angry. There's your rant. Any other questions? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So all of this culminates. Do you have anything else on the roster before we get into our questions? Can I do my Jimmy? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we should talk about Jimmy. Uh, that's, That's the elephant in the room here. Yeah. I've got... We should. I've got a lot of beef with Jimmy. Okay, you do your Jimmy first, and I'll do my Jimmy. Okay. I've talked a lot. And there might be a lot. I need to take a breather. (laughs) Cool off. Take a lap. (laughs) I think here's the problem with Jimmy. Right off the bat, he comes out and says, I'm demanding a trade, which is totally fine. But then in practice to say, to cuss out the GM, say, you need me. It's like, we know we need you, but you're the one that wants a trade. So what are we supposed to do? That's Mm -hmm. just, that's beyond idiotic and all of this is just to boost his image you think rachel nichols was just chilling in minneapolis just because she really thought that this random teals practice was going to be a good story no i conspiracy time probably not even conspiracy at this point. no it's it's like he texted her yeah. the night before yeah. saying he was going to show up to practice exactly so it's all just been selfish to just boost himself He's a problem. He was a problem in Chicago. He had teammates literally fight under his guidance. He had Miritich and Portis getting a fist fight in practice. And look what happened. He left Chicago, got the crusty old just uh, veterans that were just like callous towards Fred Hoiberg. And what do they have? They have a fun team that actually has like some solid future potential. And Chris Dunn, Levine, Markinen. Mm-hmm. Like I like what they're doing there. But he says it's all about winning, too. That's why he wants to be traded. Do you see the teams he wants to be traded to? He wants to be traded to the Knicks and the Nets. Do you I think agree. those teams are winning this year? And you know what? Talk about winning. Dude, get to the Eastern Conference Finals and get back to me. He couldn't get to the Eastern Conference Finals when he had the MVP on his roster. And he's coming in here acting like he's won back-to-back rings. Yeah. Uh, newsflash, the West is way better than the East was back then. And you had the MVP on your team and you still couldn't make it. And I think all of this, like I said, it's so selfish, but the part that hurts the most too, is it just makes Minnesota even less desirable for free agents next off season. Cause you hear all this stuff about Andrew Wiggins and Carl and it's all kind of rumors, but then have this big iconic player come out and say all that. While I think it reflects poorly on him, I also think it really reflects poorly on the Timberwolves, and I think it's really going to hurt in free agency going yeah. forward. I could keep going. I need to stop. I get so mad talking about it. So You you controlled your emotions more than I did in my Carl <laughs> oh Anthony Towns. Oh, my gosh. Um, okay. Well, 
Here's what I'll say about Jimmy. The, the controversy, as you mentioned, had fo- has followed him everywhere. Yes. He's a guy that stirs the pot. He talks a lot. He, If you follow him on Instagram, he is just like, even when like he's hanging out with his buddies, he's, <clears throat> he's a dude that's just kind of a... Kind of like a bully personality. Like I think yeah. in my in my uh, letter to him, I, I jokingly wrote that he was a guy that you can't tell if he's he's always a hundred percent either joking or a hundred percent serious, and you can never tell which it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dangerous. I think so, and I think that's not always an easy guy to get along with. That being said, Andrew Wiggins was quoted saying that whenever the regular season games start, Jimmy Butler's the guy you want on the court, and. Everything is looking like right now he's going to be on the court. So Unfortunately. here comes the Ben Pelton. Let's get back on the Jimmy Butler train. Train. <laughs> I'm le- I, I might be leading it, but. I got off on the first stop. I, I want nothing to do with it. Well, I wrote a letter to him saying I was getting off, but then I chased down the train and uh, did one of those things where, you, where I run back on. And uh, I don't know. I'm back on. It's like uh, that rom-com where you run through the uh, airport terminal. Exactly. to catch your lover before they leave forever. Exactly. Uh, Jimmy, you always been one of my favorite players. I've ne- I feel like I was clear in saying that, but I just think that he is very talented, uh, and I think he's a guy, in terms of on the court, I think we want him on our team. I foresee a situation, and again, that's the optimist in me, I think – Things can be smoothed over with the rest of the players on the team. <laughs> that that head shake that you gave me. I do not. <laughs> Why not? It's just because it hasn't happened. It's over. Well, we'll see. All 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 cases. I mean, most most cases say that yeah, it's going to be over. But I'm, I just need to talk myself into the wolves this year. So once you said he was a difficult person to hang out with because you couldn't tell if he was serious. I agreed with that, and absolutely everything after that, I couldn't disagree anymore. <laughs> There's a lot of guys in the NBA that have been very successful that I'm sure are very hard to hang out with. I don't think that that speaks entirely to the importance you, uh, that you are on a team. <laughs> All right, moving on. We're bringing back an old bit. To the loyal listeners who listened last year, a little bit that we like to call BS or hell yes. This is where Ben and I take turns saying statements, and we have to respond to them saying that's either BS or like, hell yes, that's going to happen. All right. Can I go first? You can absolutely go first. Because I'm not done talking about Jimmy Butler. Oh, here we go. (laughs) Right back on it. Uh, BS or hell yes, Mason, Jimmy Butler will be playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves on February 1st. I don't know necessarily when the trade deadline is, but that was The idea is at the trade deadline. Okay. I will say BS even though it looks like he's playing right now, I mean, any GM with half a brain would know that he has no intentions re-signing with us, and you just you have to get something, or it's just a complete lost cause. That's what people said about Paul George. And yeah, but Jimmy he, wants is going to want way more money than Paul George, and we can't. Pay I don't him think it's ever been stuck about under Gorgie, and I don't think it's ever been about money. You're, t- I, I, this is serious. You're telling me if Feb in February. We I are. Think, we have all three of our guys have smoothed it over. They've clicked, and we're winning at the pace of a four seed. You're not back in on Jimmy. Are you totally done? I don't think that happens. I know, but if it does, are you in on him? It won't. I don't have to worry about it. I don't even have to think about this. But what if it does? 
No, I'm out on Jimmy. You're out on Jimmy. I'm out on Jimmy. I'd rather be the ninth seed and have him off this team and get somebody in return. Really? Yep. You'd be back. You want to be back in NBA purgatory? No, we won't be in purgatory. We'll be great. Not as a ninth seed. <laughs> this, it's about the future. Do you think Jimmy Butler? If I think the best team for the the best thing for this team in three years would be to trade Jimmy Butler. I, that's I still I I'll talk myself into it if we do trade him, but we haven't <laughs> traded him yet, so I'm not doing that. You're perennial yet. optimist. No, you will not swing me on this. That's no. my job, Mason. It's BS. All right. That's fair. You go. All right. The Timberwolves had two players on all NBA teams last year, Jimmy and Carl. Timberwolves will match the two all NBA players this year. Um, hell yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I think it's clear. No. Like, <laughs> If Jimmy's on our team, then, we're, then he's an all NBA player. And Carl, I think Carl's an All NBA player. Who else would you? Are you, do you think is that a question directed? At I guess saying, that's, that is. is, that is I mean, no, that was the thought process of the question that but if I, Jimmy then, Butler would still be on the team. But I, there's been so much just talk about it already. It's just making my skin crawl. I'm so out on it. I can't wait until it's gonna take a while for you because I know I know you. And it took you so long to say like one positive thing about LeBron James, and now, but. You you can change. Yeah, I've seen it happen, and I think it might happen yeah. with Jimmy. Try your worst, Jimmy. It probably won't, but for this episode, <laughs> I'm going all in on Jimmy. <laughs> all right, your second question, second statement. Uh, I'm. This is kind of a loaded one, so I'm going to go through it in different, oh, okay. um, in different portions, and it's also. I think this can be independent of Jimmy or not, so we can take a break from Jimmy for now. Uh, this is about Carl Anthony Towns' stats. Okay. Carl Anthony Towns averages more than three assists a game. BS or hell yes. In his career, he's averaged, he's never averaged over three. Two assists his rookie year, 2.7 his sophomore year, and 2.4 assists last year. Hell yes. Just, just buying in on, I'm on buying cat? In. Okay. I'm buying cat stock. Distributing the ball. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns averages more than 14 boards. Ooh. He's gone 10 and a half, 12.3, 12.3. AOBS. But that would be awesome. That's a big jump. That's a huge jump. Two rebounds extra a game. My only reasoning last year, he averaged 9.4 defensive rebounds and only 2.9 uh, offensive rebounds. Hmm. So I think if he can keep up that defensive rebound pace, and get a little bit more on the offensive glass. Sure, yeah, because he's floating around the three-point line too much. Exactly. Uh, lastly, Carl Anthony Towns averages 24 points per game. He's gone 18, 25, 21. Hell yes. This is a big jump. Hell yes. He's going back up. Up to 24? Yep. This yeah. is all resting on the laurels that Jimmy Butler will be gone. Okay. Uh, last one in the Carl Anthony Towns. Carl Anthony Towns averages a career high in field goal attempts per year or per game. His numbers have gone 14.1, 18, and then 14.3. So does Ooh, he average more than 18, 18. shots per game? I'm going to say hell yeah, but only, only because he's got, if he's going over 24 points, he's going to need the volume. So, okay. I'm a believer. I think Jimmy aside, 
he averaged 18 points or 18 shots with Levine on the team. Yeah. Levine's a shooter. Um, I think that... He, but you have Teague, too. It's not just Jimmy. You know, it's just... We brought in a lot of... Yes. Crawford. Yes. I, and I think I was going to say... I was going to say Crawford was big because they're, if, if Crawford's in and, like, when, when Wiggins or Butler were on the bench and Towns was playing, mm-hmm. I don't know how often that happened, but... They, then you have Crawford or Rose in, and, and those guys are going to shoot a lot. We still have Rose, but I think Towns has a big year. Right. Any MVP uh, Ooh. excitement for you? Don't don't tickle my fancy too much. It would be great. I don't think so, though. If we, no matter who's on our roster, if we somehow manage to get into the sixth seed, just say we're sitting at the sixth seed, and so we're right around 49, 50 wins. And Towns has oh. those numbers, 24, 14, and 3. There'd be buzz. All right. There would be buzz. I'll I don't think he's going to win the MVP, but I think... That could be I really hope he has a yeah. good year. Similar similar thought process with just improving year to year. Uh, Tyus Jones averaged 17.9 minutes and notched 5 points and 2 assists for his career. Given the blow-it-up potential and the discussion of Rose playing alongside Tyus, which you mentioned earlier, there's like a lot of potential that those two will be playing a lot mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Tyus could expect a bump in minutes. Will Tyus eclipse eight points a game and eclipse four assists a game? Um, Either one of those, I guess. Give me, give me his last year's numbers again. Uh, his career okay. is 5.1. And 2.8. Um, I'm sorry, that was last year. That was last year. Sorry, that was last year. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to do you a favor. I'm going to look up his numbers here. Basketball <laughs> reference. Yeah. I'm going to do it myself. Um, Tyus last year played 17.9. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a um, to get to four assists, I think he would have to play 25 minutes a game. So eight more. Yeah. Which I think is feasible. I just the scoring might be harder. I think the assist was more what I was kind of getting at. Like eight points. I think eight points is totally feasible. Um, he played in every game last year. Um, I think it could be done. Yeah. As an optimist, I'm saying hell yes. Sweet, I love it. Your last BS. Uh, or well, mine's an overall. You go. Can you go for, again? I don't know. You want the? You want the? Okay, this one. I I like this one. Okay, good. Let's see if I like it. Andrew Wiggins will win the Most Improved Player Award this year. Now, before before you just start gnashing your teeth at me for saying something so blasphemous. Hey, hey, I love the Wolves. Not for you, just just NBA fans out okay, there. Okay. Last year's winner, Victor Oladipo. Yep. Last year, he had 23 points, 5 rebounds, and 4 assists a game. Yeah. The year before that, he was at... 15 or sorry he was at 16 points a game two and a half assists and four rebounds yeah he basically added a rebound seven points and two assists a game yeah andrew wiggins last year 17 points four rebounds two assists yeah i'm not saying they're the same but they're very oddly similar i think he will improve on all of those stats but the thing with wiggins is like, I don't think the story is there necessarily, and 
I think other people will make a bigger jump. And it's what if we're at that three seed, like you said? Even then, I think it'll be hard because I think that award goes to people who have net like Wiggins. The year before that, though, he averaged twenty three and four. Yeah. So I think like I think that the story has been he's been showing a lot of willingness to rebound and like he's going to get involved in those plays, which um, would be exciting. And and it, just from a sheer effort standpoint, if he's going in for more defensive and offensive rebounds, he could immediately add a one and a half rebounds to that total. So yeah. I think that we'll see an improvement. Um, the assist numbers, assists are hard on the Wolves because there's a lot of like ISO and stuff like that. So I don't think as a team we get as many assists. But even if he did climb up to like over 24 points, I think the fact that he's been there before hurts his most improved player. Yeah, that's fair. So... I don't have a pick yet for most improved player, though. I don't either. But I would love it to be Andrew. Be so sick. Um, yeah, I think Wiggins has a good year, though. Same. Could not agree more. He's a father. He owes it to his son, or is it a daughter? Child. Child. <laughs> his firstborn. <laughs> uh, all of this culminates at the end of the at the end of the day. We got to figure out how many team how many games this team's gonna win. Apparently, you think they're gonna blow it up. I think, no, that was just okay. I think it's gonna be very, very hard to blow this team up because even trading Butler, you're gonna get pieces back. Right. Tibbs is not gonna blow it up. Uh Wiggins and Towns, it's it's gonna be hard. Wiggins, Towns, Teague, and Taj, it's gonna be hard to play all those guys and blow it up. Sure. BS or hell yes. The Wolves will win forty five games next year. That's an exact number. So it's and we went over this. 46 was the 8th seed. Yep. And 49 47. was the... 47. 47. Ooh, man. You had them not in the playoffs. I had them just in the playoffs. Yeah. I put it at 45. I'm, let's just let's kind of change it to... I'm putting their over-under at 45 games. Oh, my gosh. Okay. What do you take? The thing is, I could see them hitting 45 on the number and not making the playoffs. I think their Vegas over-under is like 41 and a half. Well, that's just that's that's rude. <laughs> I think even with or without Butler, I think I think you take away Butler, and we're already better than a 500 team. But you're not going to take away Butler. You're going to add other pieces, or you're going to have him. So I hate how over the course of this podcast, you're selling me on the Wolves. <laughs> Why would I not do that? Smashing, <laughs> smashing the over, and Why would I not? Maybe sneaking in at a four seed. Why would I not? I I don't know. We have. The best center in the league. The best offensive center in the league. Last year we had <laughs> Zach Harper on. Do you follow Zach Harper? You should follow Zach Harper at Talk Hoops. He keeps noting that last year we had a top four offense. One of the top 35 most efficient offenses in league history. And, and not much has changed. We, we didn't the West have, got better. Butler played like 50 games. If he plays, if, he, if things work out and he plays more games... Dude, you, I'm, you're going to have to pull my pants back up. <laughs> I think we should end it right there. That was beautiful. All right. <laughs> a great way to cap our Wolves fandom, if you will. Yeah. I Listen, I sold myself on Kevin Martin. I think I can sell myself on Jimmy Butler. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> Kevin Martin. Yeah. Dude's an asshole. Oh, my gosh. The worst. All right. Well, if you dig what you heard, uh, subscribe and uh, give us a couple ratings on iTunes or, or, 
or Stitcher or or head over to our Instagram, much yes. like Myers Leonard did. Yes, <laughs> and throw an us, actual account. Throw us a like, maybe even a follow. Myers, <laughs> thanks, man. Why aren't you following us, so Myers? Like, please. Well, okay. To be fair, I don't think Myers Leonard has listened to an episode. No, but I hope but he, he would. liked our Instagram photo. We should we should do some more of Kyrie to- Irving. Do we think he's going to Boston? Are we leaking news? <gasps> No. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I think we should try and get yeah, Myers. Uh, dude, our Instagram's popping, actually. We actually have an odd amount of people that follow that account. So. Myers, you've gotten two new fans here. Yes. Go Blazers. Go Blazers. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Instagram. It's a great place. Famous people like our photos. And, uh, yeah, see you next week. Bye-bye. Go Wolves. <laughs>